Hey, everybody. This is Charlie for the Thriving School Community Podcast. Listen, we have so many things going on right now. We've got free mental health resources to give you guys. We have um, events coming up. We have a virtual summit coming up. Just go check our website, thrivingschool.org. That's thrivingschool.org. Go check it out. We've got events that we're posting and, and the resources are just changing a lot. So if you think that you've already gotten everything, you probably haven't. There's stuff there. And that event that we're putting on, the virtual summit, is absolutely free. So you may not be able to register now, depending on timing of you listening to this, but there is a wait list otherwise. So you can go ahead and just get on there so we can remind you about it. Also, you might be able to register. So, and we got some really good, uh, really great premium resources. If you do want to get the VIP pass, check that out. You get backstage pass access. You get all of the resources that speakers have put together for you. So a lot of great things going on. And we've had some really great conversations here on the podcast too. So I hope that you're listening to other episodes. And if you think that there's somebody who would benefit from hearing what you heard, please just forward it to them. It's helpful that we share this information. We're all trying to lead in education and we're trying to make it better, trying to make improvements, especially in mental health. So we can all do that when we share the information, all right? And then if you could, it would be really helpful if you review it, like write a quick review, just an honest review, if you find this valuable. And then if you could just give us five-star rating, if you believe it is, or just rate it how you honestly think that we're doing here. This is today a really important podcast theme. The the theme is something that I've been doing at conferences, and I've been sharing this out at, at breakout sessions, at PD sessions working with teachers, working with um, other community members too, by the way, anybody who's connected to your schools, we can equip them as well. And this particular one is called Get Immediate Relief for Your School Mental Health System. And imagine how many people are a part of the mental health system and we want to be giving relief there. So anyway, that's the topic today. And I want to start out by telling you about um, my business partner, Dr. Cam Caswell. She and I wrote the book together. It's not just my business partner. She's She and I have collectively come up with these ideas and put it in one place where we have a framework. And finally, we're just had a space to put all of our thoughts and streamline them. And that's how we got our book together. But she was working with a client and we'll call this client Sam, who had plenty of resources at the school. So Sam was a high school school student and Sam was really upset one day and reached out to Dr. Kim because Dr. Kim had been working with Sam. And so Sam was very well connected though. There were a lot of students, but the ratio was was very high from school social worker, school counselor to student, but there were a lot of school counselors there. There were like nine school counselors at this large school. There was a school psychologist right on site. There were social workers there, administrators, teachers. And so I say this because Sam was really struggling. And one day Sam had a panic attack and didn't know what to do. And that's when Sam reached out to Dr. Cam. And Dr. Cam said, can you go see somebody at school? Can you go to your school counselor? And Sam said, well, the school counselor that I was talking with actually has left the school. And so I don't know who else to turn to. And Dr. Kim's like, well, there's a lot of other people. What about teachers? And Sam said, they don't really know me. They don't even really know me. Oh my goodness. How sad is that? Surrounded by all of these adults who do care about kids, by the way, otherwise they wouldn't stick it out. They're there, but Sam didn't feel connected enough to reach out to anybody. 
And sadly, Sam did attempt suicide later that day. And Dr. Kim felt helpless. Now, Sam is okay now. But if you talk to Dr. Kim about this, maybe we'll have to ask her during another podcast. You can hear the the kind of the shakiness in her voice sometimes when she tells, tells the story about Sam, because really we need to make sure that if we're there with kids every single day, we've got to make those connections. Oh my gosh. I've just done recently done podcast interviews with superintendents, district leaders, and everybody goes back to the same thing over and over and over. We've got to make connections with kids. We've got to make connections with each other so we can all lean on each other too. And so part of getting relief to the whole school mental health system is not only knowing what is already in place, but making sure that we're we're all proficient in how we are reaching the kids in the system and each other. So that's what we're talking about, all right? So one thing I wanna make sure that you understand is when we're talking about equipping educators or even equipping parents or equipping kids even, we're not striving for perfection. That's never what we're going for. We're always striving for proficiency. And even when we learn language and we think that we're very proficient in language, we still make errors. We're still going to make mistakes. We're still going to have to think and process. So we're looking for proficiency, not perfection. It's really important that we understand when we're trying to get relief to the school mental health system and trying to learn new skills. As long as we're engaging in those uh, in the learning and trying so that we can reach out to kids and so we're all equipped we're all equipped to reach out and to make those connections with kids that are so crucial to their well-being and again to our well-being too to reach out with each other we just we need to understand how that works so we do need to teach skills and offer opportunities to deepen the learning with others who are practicing too so once we learn the skills we need to keep practicing with others who learn so we have to equip everybody and if we don't have anybody to engage in let's say language with how are we going to become proficient? How are we going to develop a deep learning of the, the language, the culture of the language? Well, it's the same kind of idea. That's why the, the school community is so important. A thriving school community is about striving for proficiency while teaching the skills to everyone. So we all have the opportunities to deepen the learning all the time with each other. All right. Because we're all practicing too. And by the way, we adults are then modeling it for our kids, which we know that is just how they learn so well. Also, we want to teach the skills and show them how to immediately use it when they leave the session, when we're working with teachers, without any extra planning. So this is really important. So once we do PC sessions with parents or with uh, educators, like when I'm working with educators, I give them examples to say, listen, when you're in this situation, this is how you would use this particular skill. And then they get to reflect upon their own situations and then they leave with the know-how to already try to try to do it. And here's another reason that that's easy to do. Number one, it's so darn easy that they don't have to think too much about it. And we did that on purpose. I've, you've heard me say this before. It's like writing a 25-page essay, and then we synthesize it down to one paragraph. And, and that's how easy we had to make it so that we could learn to reflexively use it. Again, thinking of an immersive cultural language experience you want to be able to think in that language. You want to be able to respond in the language without thinking. You want to be reflexive. And so that's how we want these skills to be. And that's why we designed them the exact same way that it's, it's so simple. But that's why we we teach it and designed the learning around the skills. And so we, we provide a skill and then we provide the tools to learn the skill and then practice the skill so that everybody can understand it. This is K through 12. In fact, it's beyond that. We can go younger. We can go to adults. We can go to 
college programs that are teaching new teachers, pre-service teachers, uh, people who are working with kids who are not necessarily educators, but they're they're in touch. After school programs, I mean, we're all using the same kind of skills, the same common language, the same tools. And if we're doing that together and building that proficiency, then we're building that whole thriving school cultural community that we're talking about. All right. So we also need to equip everybody by talking about those common issues that keep showing up. So again, we'll look at scenarios. We'll talk about issues that are going on with you when we're in session, because it's got to relate back to those common issues affecting you. Every school has a different kind of culture to it and the demographics or the experience or what's going on in the community, what's going on with families, all of that is going to shape how we all show up to school together, right? And so we have to think about what are those common issues affecting your school, your classrooms, your hallways, your school buses, your homes, your families. That's why we have to personalize and customize based on that need. And then what we need to do again is we got to equip everybody. And this is where we're going to show immediate relief to the whole school system. So not only are we learning the language, we're learning the skills, the lear we're learning the tools, we're learning to do those reflexively. We're also doing this together, right? And we're addressing it with common issues that keep showing up in our own schools, our own buildings, our own hallways and families and, and all of that. But when we equip everybody in the system, we shift the burden to just a few mental health professionals in the building to everybody. Think about that for a second. That's how we get immediate relief. That's how we do it. We need to be able to make everybody accountable for how they're showing up to kids. And I know we're struggling as educators. We have a lot to do, but I actually challenge you and give you permission to get really focused on what it is that you need to do. And all that other fluff, it's, it's okay not to do that fluff. You have to be the person deciding what that is. But let's get back to the point here. Everybody needs to be equipped with the skills so that, that that burden is not just on the teacher that that kid talks to. It's not just on the school social worker that that kid goes and talks to. And by the way, their caseload is so high. They are still available to do that hard work that they are skilled for and they are trained to do. But if we all know how to keep our kids in the classroom so that they don't miss out on more learning or so that they're not bombarding the office in a long lineup outside of the, you know, the office of the school counselor and all of that. If we're all doing that, if we're all skilled enough to keep that kid there to, so that we can show them that we care about them and that we have a plan for them and that they're going to be a part of that plan too. And they're going to get what they need, but let's stay here right now. And how do we do that? What does that look like in a very short period of time? Cause we only have a few minutes in between classes how do we do that? So if we equip all of us, then we not only know how to respond effectively to the child involved, we know how to respond ourselves without worrying so much about what do I do? We don't worry so much about it. We, we feel more confident because when we're equipped, we feel more confident. And so everybody is sharing that. I, I don't even want to call it a burden anymore. Everyone plays a role and therefore not one or two or five or six people in the building are the only ones thinking about and responding effectively to kids. All right. So all of that is really helpful and that re-energizes the whole system too. All right. And then we need all pillars working harmoniously together. So I know it sounds kubaya, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is all pillars, that means educators, so staff in the building, 
parents and caregivers and the kids. Those are the three common pillars. Or those are the three pillars of the thriving school community. We have to get everybody involved. All three of them are equally, equally responsible, equally accountable, and equally important and equally valuable. If one of those pillars is unstable, the whole system is unstable. So we need to strengthen each of the three. And we start with the adults. We have to start with the adults. We haven't done that yet. And we know what our system is like now. So we might as well try something new. So let's start with the adults, equipping adults, making them feel confident, re-energizing them so that when they show up for kids, they're ready to go. They're confident, they're willing, they're engaged, they're reconnecting. Leadership plays a role too. Leaders, you need to be equipped as well. So you can share that same common language and, and be able to do these things along with your staff. Everybody needs to be a part of this. And then we alleviate the strain on the entire system. By the way, when we do this and we give immediate relief to the school mental health system, kids will be, uh, be better learners. Kids will want to show up to that environment because you've created safety and you've normalized the interactions. You have the same language you can share. You can, you can show them what does it like? Uh, what is it like to have social plasticity? How do we check ourselves when we're making assumptions about somebody and we're like, oh, I did that. Let me slow down. Let me simplify and let me kind of regroup there and let me rethink that. Let's reframe. All right. And so when we're saying those things out loud, when we're doing it in, in the space of kids, they are going to feel safer. And by the way, we know that when they feel safe and they're engaging, they're going to be better learners and they're going to be more successful, whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like for each individual kid. All right. So we would like our kids to show up to an environment that is running smoothly around them, harmoniously together when all of the pillars are working together because they're all equipped. And we're not just expecting the mental health professionals administration in the building to take all the burden on or those few teachers that those kids flock to because they know they'll, they'll listen to them. We're going to teach every teacher with basics, with basics. All right. It's not overburdening to them at all. It's actually very helpful. We're going to teach them how to do it in such a way that they can make connections very quickly and reflexively do something different so that there's reduced conflict, right? There's when we know what to do, we, we actually have solutions. And so that's, that's the mindset we're trying to get everybody in. All right. So I'm, again, get immediate relief to your school mental health system. We're going to strive for proficiency, not perfection. We're going to teach the skills and deepen the learning for everybody, all the pillars in the school system, in the community, right? Everyone's going to shift that burden from a few to a many, to many. And we're all going to be working together to do this thing. All right. And kids will definitely benefit, but guess what? So will staff. So will staff. You will too. All right. So if you have any questions at all, of course, please just reach out to me. It's charlie at thrivingschool.org. That's my email. My first name is spelled C-H-A-R-L-E. There's no I in my name. It's okay. A lot of people put it in there. No biggie. Um, but if you can find me on Twitter at Charlie Peck and just engage with me there, DM me, go to thrivingschool.org. We've got so many things for you there and check out the events. We're so exciting. We're so excited about the events because there's some virtual events coming up that you can just you know, engage your staff with. Actually, we have like group packages or everybody could just show up for free and just get these really incredible mental health resources all for free. 
And um, we just want to get this, this going. So spread the word, spread this out. If you think somebody would benefit from hearing this, please do that. And please rate this podcast. That's super helpful too. Okay. Thanks. And have a wonderful day, you all. Thanks. Bye-bye.